Peace and love and welcome to the LA Sentinel Daily Brief. Here's what you need to know for today. I recently had the opportunity to interview Miguel Cardona, the Secretary of Education, and we discussed the Biden and Harris two-year anniversary, student loan debt, and the attack on black history. Here's an excerpt of our conversation. Take a listen. Uh, access and affordability to college very seriously. Clearly, you know, the president ran on 10000 uh, in debt relief, and he upped it to 20000 for those who are Pell eligible to address what you call what you rightfully called out as uh, inequities, right? And um, we know black borrowers uh, have more. We know that um, uh, they're more likely to also be Pell recipients. So there's some uh, equity uh, motive behind what we're trying to do here. This administration has put in more in loan forgiveness than any other administration combined. So it's such a priority for us to fix a broken system. We feel confident in the lawsuit, to be honest with you. Uh, we, we, I have the legal authority, um, and it's one strategy of many strategies that we have to fix a broken system, to provide access to higher education for all students, but in particular those black and brown students who maybe, uh, or, or poor white students in rural America who have the intellect, but they don't have the access or the means to get there. We need to make sure that they have college available to them as well. Right, and can you give us an update or tell us what the income-driven repayment plan is? Sure, you know, a lot of people talk about loan forgiveness and that's a focus of theirs. And while that's important, I'm, I think I'm more excited about the income-driven repayment plan because it's gonna affect generations of uh, future borrowers. Basically what it means is you're only gonna be able to pay, you're only gonna have to pay what you can afford. Mm. Uh, people that get a degree and maybe just start off in a job and let's say they're making less than $30,500, their loan payment is gonna be $0 mm. until their salary goes up. What we're doing is we're lowering uh, people's repayment plans in half. We're cutting them in half. How are we doing that? Previously, you had to pay 10% of your income toward loans, uh, school loans, which so for a lot of people, that was like five, $600. They couldn't afford that. Right. What we're doing is saying no more than 5% of your salary should go toward student loan forgiveness, uh, student loans. So basically, that means that people can buy a home. They can continue with their family planning. They can, you know, make sure it ends meet. Um, and hopefully what we're going to do is open the door for so many other students who probably thought college was not accessible to them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to have access now. And that's part of how we're trying to fix the broken system. We're proud of this. And, you know, it's, it's another example of how this administration was put together to serve the middle class and help those who are struggling get a leg up um, so that they can continue to shine as well. That's amazing. I definitely want to help get the word out about that. <laughs> um, good, good. Thank you. Um, 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 next question. Uh, Black history being taught in U.S. classrooms is under attack. Does the White House have any plans to address this concerning issue? It's very concerning. Um, and, you know, our, while the Department of Education has no role in curriculum, we do have a role in making sure that we communicate the importance of making sure all children feel seen, respected, and um, welcomed in our schools. And some of these state and local policies that ban teaching accurate history or giving students an opportunity to learn about uh, their history, uh, to me, is an egregious attack on uh, the rights of students. And um, it's an overreach of, of government, state government, to say uh, which student 
which courses students should take. So we're going to be, you know, we're, we're paying attention to what's happening in Florida and very concerned about it. We plan to, um, you know, share our thoughts on that from the department. But the bottom line is what we've been seeing in the last couple of years is uh, state governments limiting what students can do and making students feel uncomfortable in public school settings. And we're not going to stand for that. Okay. Um, does the white house believe black history is American history and should be taught in schools? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And not only should, should it be taught in schools for, uh, black students, but all students should have access to courses where they learn about our country's history, which includes black history. Uh, I think to, to act as if it, it, it's not part of American history is, shortchanging our students. Um, and not only is it doing that, it's limiting our black and brown students from seeing people that look like them that have contributed in great ways to, to the fabric of this country, to making our country the, the best country in the world, you know? Um, you know, it, it's unfortunate that, it, I, I don't believe we have enough examples in our curriculum of, of black and brown uh, champions uh, in this country and to now cut uh, courses that are designed to give students uh, not only the history but show examples of the contributions of black leaders I think is is, is a travesty. A last question. Um, arts programs in public schools continue to get slashed. Does the Department of Education plan to increase or provide funding resources for such programs? Yeah, we, you know, we provide $130 billion in, in uh, funding for schools with the American Rescue Plan. And I was very explicit that when schools use these dollars, they have to make sure they're providing well-rounded experiences. We need more arts. We need students to be doing extracurricular activities and bands and uh, after-school programs that involve the arts because that keeps them engaged, that keeps them motivated in schools. And, um, you know, arts are a part of a, a holistic education that is well-rounded. Um, yeah, we support it 100%. And we're working with different groups, like, for example, the Herbie Hancock Institute of Jazz. We've been working with them at the Department of Education to really get the word out of the importance of arts education, in particular here, music education. Uh, for so many students, that's the hook that keeps them engaged in school. They need to do more to support them. All right. Thank you so much for your time. And once again, happy anniversary. Thank you very much. Nice talking to you. Likewise. Bye-bye. Now, to read or hear the full conversation, you can visit lasentinel.net. The paper comes out today, and you can sign up for our e-paper. Or you can check out the LA Sentinel Daily Brief wherever podcasts can be found. I'm Neil Anderson, and you have just been debriefed.